Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game rules by Chaosium. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to languages for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc. that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again in another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to Masks of Neolithotep in our Egypt finale series. And so at the top of the show, we would like to thank our, you, our listener, for sitting back and entertaining yourself with us as we spell out perhaps the last few breaths of this expedition, this grand investigation, or maybe not, perhaps the live. I'm going to start with introductions. So to my right. This is Tiffany, and I play Maeve O'Shea, and uh, there's things afoot. <laughs> to Maeve's right. This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane, and I just want to get the hell out of Egypt. Mm, yes. Yeah, so. Preferably not in a body bag would be great. Oh, no. We'll, we'll, we'll bury you right there in the <laughs> sand. Don't worry about it. At the end of the table. <laughs> this is Jake. I'm playing Jack Doyle, and uh, things are not looking good for our team of quote-unquote heroes. Mm, I tend to agree. To Jack's right. This is James. I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund Tartenbach. And actually, I feel nice and refreshed after my nap. I have, I have no doubt you do, Doctor. No doubt at all. Uh, to the Doctor's right. Uh, this is Alex playing saint Bernard, who uh, finds himself thoroughly enjoying his cozy spot behind this rock. Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. And last but most certainly not least. Hi, this is Allie, and I'll be playing Alexandra Swift. And... There's a lot going on. You are not wrong at all. When we last left our intrepid investigators, they had cornered a very dangerous man, at least for a moment. Anyway, they had knocked him out of the air. In fact, when Miss Lane had fired a fantastic shot at his winged mount and uh, had thoroughly dismounted him. And after falling to the earth, Miss O'Shea had let loose a massive bolt of lightning from the sky, which it seems Omar was able to somewhat ground out with his scepters, which he continues to hold in front of him, crossed. And it is from that glow that you have this image of his face just slightly. He's about a hundred or so feet away at this point. And so we will pick up at that point. Now, what I would like to do is ask if there's any of the investigators that would like to act before Omar does, if they have any planned actions. I do. Okay. Uh, so, Sam, what is, what, what's your uh, plan? Well, now that the situation has altered a bit and people have drifted away from the altar, uh, I find myself uh, wanting to put faith in, in my choices as uh, I don't think this fight is really about justice. It's, it's about power and choice. So while everyone is distracted, I would like to saddle on over to that cozy little mummy on that altar 
and uh, steal her. Okay. So easy enough for you, given your extreme stealth roll last uh, well, last episode. You skulk up to the altar, and given the mummy's weight, you are free to pick her off the altar if that's what you'd like to do. And the only thing I'll ask is an additional stealth roll if you'd like to attempt to get away unseen. I would, uh, as I just wish to abscond with her to one of the uh, places of cover that I've, I've already kind of moved around on. Certainly. That is an extreme success, 10 under 95. Okay, so you re-stealth with an extreme. Uh, so you're able to pick up the, the body of Nikokris without any issue. Again, she probably weighs, at this point, anywhere between... 35 to maybe 45 pounds at most. She's quite literally skin and bones. But uh, you're able to skulk back off. Remember, there are four of these cardinal stones, so you were sitting at one of them. Are you returning to that same one, or are you going to a different direction? I will try to get a little further away, as I have no reason to be as close right now. So I would like to find a spot in the same direction I was, maybe a little further away behind one of the the rocks a bit further out within my movement range. Okay, yeah, so there's not a ton of rock cover, but there's a little bit moving away from the altar at large. You are able, with your movement rate, to to make enough speed. Um, The other investigators here who are here are more than welcome to make spot-hidden rolls if they like. Um, You'd have to match an extreme, and clearly you'd have to beat him on the die roll to get uh, any sort of visual on him, if you're interested. No, I'm probably uh, far more distracted by the uh, like displays of power in front of me. Totally makes sense. Same. Okay. Same. Actually, I, I would like to do one thing before Omar acts. How close are uh, the others to me? I would say that you and Lillian and the doctor are fairly close. I know that Miss O'Shea was, was probably halfway between the group and the altar Mm-hmm. Give or take, she has to be a little bit higher up on the ground to, to get a good visual right. to be able to lay the lightning bolt. Um, I would like to try to grab those two and, and kind of propel us towards uh, cover. Okay, so the only cover is going to be the stones, right? One of the stones, yeah. one of the four cardinal yeah, the stones. Yeah, the nearest stone. Okay, so the nearest stone to you is going to be to the east. Okay. Isn't the snake surrounding us still? The doctor, yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah. Well, and guys. I was with the I was with the doctor. Oh, yeah. Who are you, Gabby? Both of you and the doctor. Oh, because I'm further up. Because I, I'm, I had to I'm be less able concerned to see about somebody approaching us as uh, catching a lightning bolt or something like that from a distance. Okay. okay. I think the servitor is covering the doctor, basically. So we're gonna have to. Grab oh, him that's out. right. Yeah, he encircled yeah. the doctor. Right. Okay. Well, I'll take Lillian. <laughs> that's fair enough. Okay. So. Million, you get pulled out of the line of fire. Okay, I'm dragging my my rifle behind me. Miss O'Shea, you're sort of recovering from the um, flash blinding a little bit from your spell work, and so I'll have uh, you and the doctor and your sister make spot hidden rolls for me. That's a 15 out of 75. Okay, so that's a 99 over 80. It's not a fumble because you have a skill over 50. So if you'd like to re-roll that and push, you can. Or you can stay with a simple failure. I think 
I'm gonna... Oh, what the heck? Let's live dangerously. I'm gonna push it. No, you're looking at scales. (laughs) Actually, uh, no, you know what? Actually, the dock is in no good position right now to push it. So um, before I actually describe that out, I'm gonna take that action back and say I am not going to push it. The dock is right now with one hit point. He's probably just kind of taking... He's taking the world in through most likely that very shattered images kind of throwing at him right now instead of a steady stream. That's assuming he can see over the pile of <laughs> my servitor. My servitor uh, yeah. beanbag chair. Okay. Alexandra? 18 under 60. Okay. Hard, hard success. So the two of you watch as Omar uncrosses the scepters and begins making symbols in the air with them. And then as you're standing there watching him just for the moment in circle with these symbols that are forming, you see his form become translucent and then he becomes like air and dissipates. Like, so you can't like see him at all. Yeah, he's gone. I will hold my scepters in front of me crossed. Mm-hmm. You feel them begin to, to vibrate and crackle with like electricity left over that's still not grounded out of your body. I guess I'm going to uh, communicate with the servitor because he's got better senses than I do and see if he smells anything. Heat signatures, because even if it's like vanish, if it's like a bending of light, there would still be heat. We can make a spot hidden roll for the servitor. So the servitor rolled a one. (laughs) Doctor, make me a constitution roll. I will do that thing. Good fucking night. <laughs> 88 over 65. <laughs> so you are racked with coughing for two rounds as the servitor jerks in a motion that you are not prepared for. So the servitor, through your own sort of mental subconscious, sort of mental intuition, you think, mm-hmm. look, look, I can't see the, the enemy, the, the problem. And the servitor moves up, like moves the upper half of its huge muscular frame up to a more serpent-like stature. And you see it scan the air and it, it begins to exhale an enormous cloud of gas. And for the briefest of moments, you watch cloud of gas get parted. Something swift moves right through. Can I see what direction? It's coming towards the altar. Oh, of course it is. Okay, then I'm going to run back to the servitor as well, because I'm not going to leave my back exposed. Right. And uh, basically go back to back with it and have my, as of right now, have the scepters in front of me crossed. Sure. Lillian, what do you do? Jack had dragged me over by the stones, correct? Mm -hmm. I mean, am I able to see like the green cloud, the cloud and Absolutely. like, can I see everything parting or is that a spot hidden roll or? Yeah, that'd probably be a spot hidden roll to see something part through it. It's so for I'm... the brief, it's for the briefest of moments. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Jeff. Both of you. 1899. Okay. Yeah. There's a, a flow of air that goes through it. Unfortunately, the two of you were not out. You didn't see what Omar did. So you have no idea that he's invisible or whatever he is. But we know he's not there anymore, right? I got a five out of 88. Okay, so that's an extreme. Uh, So 
you put two and two together with your intellect and you think he was there a moment ago he's gone and now there's this cloud and suddenly something whips right through it so your concern immediately is that the defense that you've put up or that has been put up to encircle this altar has already been breached can i shoot that way you can is there people in the way in the way no there are people nearby so you could fire in that in that direction if you wanted to. Where I saw that mm-hmm. parted. Sure. Okay. But, right. even you but as, he's past it at right. that point. You, you so would, he could zigzag or something. But well, no, like if you saw if you saw air part, you would know that he's already not. He's not. You'd have to anticipate where he's going to be. That could be very difficult. And is the servitor able to track him, or no, just saw he's him looking around for him? Okay, so he just saw him for the briefest of moments. Mm-hmm. Well, can we assume that he's heading for the altar? You can absolutely do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, as your keeper, will remind you what assumptions do. Makes an ass out of you and me. Right. No, yeah. you and Umption. That's correct. <laughs> Jack, make me a power roll. 22 under 50. Okay, very good. So, I would like you to lose five sanity. As you begin to get bombarded with a very specific voice, you'll make an intelligence test after this is done. You hear, you can't save them all, Mr. Dole. You can't. They're all going to die just like your partner did. Cut apart to ribbons. And you get a immediate mental flash of the corpse that was once your partner in life. And it sends you into a, just a, a sort of mental spin for the moment. We'll see if we'll see how much that affects you. Well, I made it. Okay. So that's not the role you want to make, nope. obviously. But we will now see what happens to you in your bout of madness. We'll also determine how long it lasts, which is really fun. Jake, roll a d hundred for me, please. Seventy-seven. You are going to pick up a new mania. The mania that's going to express itself here in a different way. In a talent you are going to gain through this bout, we'll say. Um, So you, in your head, cycle back about four years. And when you do, you feel like you're just coming off the train. You're just arriving in Peru. And for the next, we'll say 1d10 rounds, which is how long they last. So that's two rounds. You are going to not remember what has happened for the past four years. That's how this mania is going to take hold. The uh, mania in, in specific will be intermittent memory disorders. Oh, okay. Good. So you're going to just, at some point, sometime, you're going to just suddenly forget what's going on. Like for the rest of the whole, like... For when those those bouts of that mm-hmm. me- mental malady hit him. So, yeah. like, I have a permanent mania. Mm-hmm. He's got a permanent mania. Yes, except that his permanent mania comes in and out, which is even worse. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, you are hunkered down in a sandy location next to a stone. You have no idea how you got here. You have no idea who this woman is. And suddenly, you're being reminded that de- your de- partner detective in Chicago was brutally murdered by somebody. And the voice in your head seems to know, to know a whole lot about it. Okay. That's um, Omar's action for the moment. I will ask um, 
Alexandra, what you're doing. Can I get off the altar? Oh, yeah, for sure. Fantastic. Step off the altar? Yeah, I'm going to walk over to my sister because this is how things are done. And I will raise my voice just enough to call out the companions of my sister. Please join us and gather around. Okay, Jack, you have no idea who this woman is. Or who that woman is, or who that woman is. Yeah, I have no idea where you are or who, you, or who these people are. Peru? This this isn't Peru. Where the hell am I? Who are you? Jack, is everything okay? How do you, how do you know my name? We're friends. We're I, in Egypt. I, how did we get to Egypt? Um, on a boat. And a train. And another boat. I, what did you do to me? Uh, no, nothing. Are, are you okay? Stay away from me. No, Jack. Jack, it's okay. We're friends. I'm Lillian. Mike? Yeah. Can I get a psych roll? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Aren't you, you, can you even hear us? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yelling. Oh, okay. You guys oh, aren't, that, not, you guys aren't you are. that far from us. I mean, he's just sitting inside a snake. I mean, not inside. <laughs> I'm just... The, the ambient sounds. <laughs> 51 under 86. Ooh, yeah, finally. It's, it's, it's fairly... It is fairly evident to you, Doctor, that Jack has had some sort of memory lapse because he suddenly doesn't know where he is or who any who anyone else is around him. He likely doesn't even know you. I'm surrounded by snake right now, though. Huh? You, you mm-hmm. are. You are. And to sort of button up things with 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 Alexandra, you call people over, but so far no one has readily begun to move your way. I begin attempting to transverse the snake in my slow and extremely bloody manner. And attempt to get closer to Jack. If I like sense that that he's trying to crawl out, I don't think you'd have that kind of sense. No, like mm-hmm. this wouldn't wouldn't the servitor know? Yeah, but it, it's not like a mind meld that the two of you have. Well, why not? I'm gonna have me and the servitor still scanning around because while mm-hmm. they're fucking mm-hmm. around, there's some dude running around. Yeah. Can I see that the doctor's trying to get out from where he is? Can I look? Hey, you can see that he's struggling to move, but he is trying. Well, I'm, I yell over to him to stay where he is because I'm sure I can handle Jack unless he, like, shoots me. Because he's all injured and stuff. He doesn't need to be running around. Okay. Are you going to attempt to use some sort of social weaponizing of your skills to convince the doctor to stay put? Yep. I'm going to use fast talk. No, actually, I lied. I'm going to use Persuade. Okay, so use Persuade. Doctor, I've played your nurse enough times that I'm sure I can handle one Jack Doyle. Fantastic roll. Okay. I got a 26 out of 81. Okay, yeah, hard success. Okay, yeah, Doctor, she makes a convincing case. Okay. Well, if uh, if Lillian Lane is more than willing to handle the fate of Jack Doyle, then I, who am I to stand this way? Right. Besides, I have other places to go now. And I start heading towards the priestess lady who seems maybe to know what's going on. All you have to do is turn slightly if she's right next to me because I'm like back to back with the servitor. I'm right there. Right. You lurch to the left (laughs) and you find yourself kind of sort of a little closer to Alexandra and Maeve. And Maeve, you notice your partner in medical crime sometimes the doctor is trying to get closer to you doc kind of flops over next to them mm. 
Don't be shit. <laughs> I'm like still looking around while I'm like listening to him and I have like a really like what the fuck look on my face. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Make sure that we have all parties involved. So Sam, in, from your position, are you continuing to just move away? No. So now that I have absconded with the, the mummy, what I would like to do is very quietly remove my machete from its sheath and see about removing its head. Okay. You are going to attempt to decapitate the mummy. Quietly, yes. I mean, there's probably an awful lot of noise, so... Well, sure, but I'm still being as, uh, you know, being subtle about it. I'm, I'm, I'm being surgical with my work here. Of course, of course. Uh, I would say that if you're going to attempt to um, decapitate it, as you say, then that is going to involve a dedicated brawl roll. Okay. Because you're actually going to have to, you're going to have to mean it, you know? Sure. So what I'll do is I will prop it up uh, seated with its back to the rock and I will put the uh, the long end of the machete against the rock and I will use my knee as leverage to kind of pop it off. That is a 47 out of 78. You make the, you make the brawl roll, sure. Um, if you're trying to uh, decapitate in a single motion or with pressure, it'll be a strength roll as well. Sure, that is a hard success, 22 over 55. You lean into it. It takes you probably 30 seconds longer than you think it would. You dig in with the blade and then put a ton of body leverage behind it. And you can feel the mummy's form resist you. This is one tough corpse. And it is likely a little bit, probably makes you a little bit concerned. I I hiss at it, for sure. You struggle, but eventually you connect to the back of the rock with a satisfying with that machete and the head of the former pharaoh of Egypt Nephi priest tumbles down and off I'm going to make sure that I am not letting that thing roll away okay I will grab it by the by the scalp without letting it fall and I will use my other knee to keep the body from flopping over too hard very good make me a power roll sir Tested. That is a hard success, 23 or 50. You hear in your head, Congratulations. Does it make you feel good? Kind of. That weapon, I can feel it. It reminds me of my master. Perhaps you'll be soon to meet him. <laughs> Perhaps you will too. Tell me, how bad was it when you were a boy? So you're going to lose five sanity. And now make an enroll. A big old 93 over 65 failure. Yeah, you fail. So there's no bout, but you lose the sanity. And the disturbing images that you get of, we'll just say, um, cane fields and houses and warehouses and things you had to do to survive, you get all those images back. And while some of them might be, we'll say, um, encouraging in some way to know what you've lived through, uh, the horrors that happen there still come back. I've been through his nightmares before. I will survive them again. So back at the altar area, Jack, this woman is trying to calm you down. You're still not sure who the hell she is or where the hell you are. Or she said Egypt, but that's crazy. What, what did you give me? I, 
I didn't give you anything. We are here to... No, 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 no. There's no way I got from Peru to here. Peru was years ago. No. No, just got it, off the it train. was. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Jack. It, it, it was years ago. You, you, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened between then and now. No, and, and why am I wounded? What is going on? We, are you, we travel. Do you have something from, to do with Michael? Who's Michael? I, I actually don't know who Michael is. Oh my God, Jack, there's a huge fucking snake. What the hell is that? No, you gave me some. No, I promise you. I didn't. I, can I roll persuade to, or is it, if he's in a bout of mania, is that not okay? Not a no. Big, you you can absolutely roll persuade. But it's going to be an. Ex, is it going to be a really? It will be very difficult for uh, you to calm him down with persuade. Is there a different skill that I should use? Or? No, okay. no. Persuade is perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, even if someone's in in the, a, a manic bout, they can be persuaded. They can be talked down. Okay. It's all in your tact how you're approaching him. Well, as calmly as possible. I don't want to. With the, with the three meter snake behind you and the altar. Yeah, there's already a lot going on. Snake person over there and the lightning bolts and yeah, dead bodies. Dead, right. Yeah, I try to be as least amount, the least amount of threatening that I can be. Certainly. So, so, so show me how you're going to do that. I put my hands up in a non defensive position. I, I lean my rifle against the rock next to me. Jack, we, we traveled here from New York together and with the others that are around here and we've been through a lot I know you may not remember it now but hopefully you'll remember soon I don't know what's going on and I'm sorry if it's everything is strange but I, I promise you, I, I'm not here to hurt you I'm gonna roll my fucking persuade go ahead I got a 71 out of 81 okay so that's a success. Right. It's not a hard success, though. It is not. I appreciate your tenacity, Miss Knight. Thanks. <laughs> I wanted to be more persuasive. If you want to be more persuasive, you could push the roll for a harder success, or you'd have the ability to spend luck to get to 42. All right. I'll push it. How will you push it? I would let you know that you have a standing success as it is. So, you, so I have persuaded him. You have persuaded him in some fashion. The question is, is is it enough to get him to do what you want? I just want him to simmer the junk down. That's like, okay, well, I'll leave the success as it is then. Jack, this woman puts the rifle down. When she puts the rifle down, you get this sort of visual, I guess something bleeds away from your vision. Her... The cloud that's around her, the concern, the worry, the strangeness, she focuses in right on you and tries to get through to you. And there's a, a, a your head blinks, you do a mental blink. And it's some of the, the strangest and likely most mentally painful thing you've had to do when you suddenly reorient yourself in the present. And now you're staring around and Lillian's trying to tell you to calm down. You're still bleeding. Shit, what is going on? And suddenly, like your ment- the, the, your mental faculties rapidly come back to you. Oh, Lily, just give me, just give me a minute. Just, just give me a minute. I gotta, I can't think. Okay, and are you back? Because it, it, it's coming, it's coming back. Okay. Well, I, I 
I'm going to pick up my... I explained to him, I'm going to pick up my rifle again for protection against Omar. So Omar, Omar. Yes, Omar. Omar. We're, we're here for Omar. He's in my head. Well, I, yeah, I'm sure that won't be the last time. Mr. J? Mm-hmm. Maybe poem. No. Yes. I don't want to. I know. That's a big fail. Okay. Um, while you are back to back with the snake, looking at the doctor, hearing Alexandra's voice as she starts to sort of not come towards you per, per se, but make. There's a little closing of the distance. You hear, I see him. I'll like turn in that direction. You turn which direction? I don't know. Whichever way I've sensed that I need. What way is the servitor looking? You don't, you don't get a directional sense. Okay. Well, it's, a, it's a voice you have not heard before. Oh. I haven't heard it at all? No. Not directly. I see him. He's here. Your father serves here. Uh, I'm going to look around. <laughs> look at my feet. Uh, you're looking around. The voice gives you a somewhat soft and um, sarcastic laugh. He was always going to be from the start. It was all a game to get to you anyway, through your mother, through the decade, but you've foiled it, dirtied your blood with this snake business, and now the master won't touch you unless it means to kill you. Would you like to hear his voice? No, thanks. Take a hard pass. Oh, but his screams of pain from the other side are just so sweet. Your mind is flooded with screams of your father. And now you're going to lose five sandy. No, nobody wants that. And then you make intelligence. Oh, it's going to be really hard to not make this. I know. Fifty-two out of ninety. Okay. You faint. You collapse. Now the question is, how long? One round. Just as you're getting back to your feet, you see suddenly you see Maeve's face, totally panic-stricken for a moment. It's like a, a bucket of full-on body anxiety grabs a hold of her, and she falls. I yell out, he's getting into our heads. I get nothing because I don't hear anything in my you head. You don't. I look at them like, I, I'm sure they, that he is, but I have, I've got nothing. You just wait your turn. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's coming. <laughs> Damn. Maybe. Do not know how to stand in line. Mike, I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. It's the only way I can think of to get out right now. That doesn't take 20 freaking minutes and need a lighter. Gotcha. So. Uh, so you shove your hands inside the wound in your chest. I stick the thumb into the sword wound. Yeah. Um, you root around hard enough to amplify the pain. Being a doctor, you know exactly where to go. And you pass out. Excellent. Now make me a power roll. Okie doke. Oh. Ooh, holy shit. Nice. I'm going to take that one under 65, <laughs> sir. Okay, you're going to also take five luck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at that. You more than doubled your luck. <laughs> so you'll take five luck and end up somewhere dreamy for a minute or two 
Fantastic. That's a minute or two, hopefully, is all we need. Alexandra, they're mostly gathered in area if you step continue to step off the altar towards them. All right, fantastic. I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. Which spell will you be casting? I will be casting Sunlight. Okay. And I will be putting 10 into it. Okay. You put 10 in. Yeah, extend it 30 feet. And everyone that's in my vicinity will get sight within that 30 feet. Yep. So spend the magic points and make a power roll. Is it feet or meters? I mean, technically it's yards, so... Oh, okay. So it's meters, essentially. I mean, I guess I'll reduce it to five, but I want I want them to have enough sight. Sure. If you call ten, that's fine with me. Can you give me the Sword of Omens while oh, you're at it so I have sight beyond sight? I was doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she can, actually. No, that would be great, though. You already have um, a dagger that chews people's souls. And <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. And then can I also try to bend down and wake up my sister? Because she's not allowed to be at risk if I can possibly help it. Uh, sure. You can cast the work. Actually, you can cast the work and that's what you can do. And then after you're done, you can try to wake her back up. So uh, she steps a little closer. Alexandra steps a little closer to Maeve and to the snake. And she intones a very simple and uh, high-pitched tone out of her throat. And it hums along the sand here. And from inside, her body swells a light. And then it goes way out. And it is like bright as daylight all of a sudden. And in that daylight, you see a wispy form in that daylight, which suddenly begins to move. Okay. Shoot it! Given the amount of magic that was spent on that, uh, Sam, suddenly it gets a little bright where you are. So I haven't, I actually haven't opened my eyes since he did the thing. So sure. I'm probably, because um, I'm, I'm still reeling from, you know, being haunted by my past. Um, so what I would be doing is kind of angrily shoving the head into my bag and rooting around for something comforting. And I would, I would likely find a, a flattened gentleman's hat, which I would grab. Okay. And uh, last, last worn by the, the late Simon Conger, uh, oh, out sure. of dire necessity. And I will, I will pop it into shape, kind of dusting it off lightly. And then when I open my eyes and realize that it's daylight, I will smirk to myself. And uh, I'm going to look at that headless mummy mm-hmm. i'm gonna take i take off my goggles uh place them on the hat and i would like to um i would like to <laughs> i would like to use my master of disguise pulp talent um to create a decoy out of the mummy i'm going to prop it up so that it looks like i'm hiding behind this rock but it's the mummy okay fair enough so you'll be spending a little time doing that that's a that's very interesting I believe it's a disguise roll for me, but I get advantage, right? Yeah, go ahead and roll it. 
Yeah, I think I'll take the uh, extreme 11 of 189. As would I. Okay. And, and I think um, the and I think if if you allow Master of Disguise to work, it turns uh, anyone's spot hidden into a hard, at least. Yeah, if they're trying to locate you, sure. Okay, that's what I do. Yeah, you you set the you set up that situation. Uh, Jack, you see this form move, and as it moves, it's trying to. It looks like get out of the the light. Like it's trying to flee the light. Okay. For like the other side of the altar, you're fairly certain. As first of all, as wild as this all is, not that you haven't seen some wild stuff recently, but as wild as this all is, <laughs> a apparition, a figure made of air and smoke, is trying to move away. Well, you know, the only thing No Jack knows how to do at this moment is uh, fire. He's going to shoot at it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so, Miss Lane and. Um, well, and Alexander would see Jack pull out uh, his forty-five and start firing. Uh, Sixteen, okay. which is in a pale for except, uh, extreme sure. success. You're going to continue to fire. Yeah, all three shots. Go ahead. Sixty-nine under uh, what, what am I? Eighty-four and twenty-seven under eighty-four. Okay, so that first shot you fire is center mass and perfect, and it whips through the air that's there. I figured. And you fire again, and you fire again. Uh, but the bullets don't seem to be having any sort of slowing effect. Um, Maeve, you come out of it with your, with Alexandra's like hand on your shoulder trying to like wake you back up. Uh, and then you immediately get the panic instinct symbol in your head from the servitor that's like, wait, what happened? Yeah, I'm going to have the servitor keep scanning. Yeah, I'll probably grab my crystal at my chest and stand up. Okay. Okay. So I look around, mm-hmm. and it's daylight. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Um, do I see the floaty? You probably see the, the trail end of what's going on. So only really Lillian, Jack, and Alexandra saw okay. that. Okay. Okay. Well, then I will... Uh, start scanning again and I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Because you can't use dominate unless you see them, right? That's right. Okay. Not only do you have to be able to see them, you have to be able to have, you have direct contact with them. Okay. Like eye contact. Eye. Yeah, it's not like vampiric dominate, but right. you need to be able to. Well, I wasn't sure if it was like, if they hear my voice. Mm, no, it doesn't of. work like that. Okay. Alexandra, you reach your sister. She begins to wake. Fantastic. And I saw where the wispy form went, right? Yeah, you saw where the wispy form went. It went on the other side of the altar. You could probably make me a occult roll to divine something about that. 13 under 65, which I believe is an extreme. No, because a 16 under 83 is an extreme. All right. Well, it's a hard success anyway. So this is a casting you've probably heard of before. Uh, and so what he's done is he's transubstantiated his form from physical to spirit, in a sense. And that means that it's likely that physical weapons like, you know, sticks and stones and bullets and whatnot are going to pass right through him. What will likely not pass right through him is spell work or things which are enchanted. Because they exist on multiple realms, essentially. Only items 
not traditional to this world will affect what we're hunting. Jack, how good are you with a knife? Oh, never mind, you're bleeding. <laughs> well, I gotta get a bead on where he's at. And I'll uh, put one of the scepters away and pull out my knife with that free hand. Okay. Doctor, you exist in another place in time now. Far beyond your compatriots in the physical realm, you've shifted your senses and quite likely your psyche to the world of dreams, which, unlike before, where it was pleasant and sunny and filled with all sorts of wonder and pyramids, uh, this is a strange place marked by ribbons of colorful threads that have gone in all sorts of jagged directions. There's a lot of strange things happening here. But the strangest for you to perceive is the form of a rather dark-looking figure crouched behind an altar. And it's almost like his body eludes your brain for a moment to perceive. Like, he's slippery mentally. He's hard for you to get a bead on. My brain keeps wanting to look other places. Yeah. It's almost like a reverse. It's, it's like that opposing magnetic force, right? Like you get close and your brain gets close to seeing it and it suddenly shifts. Got it. He's intentionally trying to keep someone from looking slash thinking slash seeing about him. Certainly. But that doesn't mean that he's uh, impossible to affect. That's very true. First of all, the way I understand the rules, this place is as much mine as it is his. And I need some light to work by. So I'm going to make a very bright light over him, over over us both. I'm going to cascade the whole area of where we're at in bright, bright light, like arc white, magnesium flare white. That's exactly where I'm taking the memory from is from a chemistry experiment I did in college. Sure. You're going to create some light. 3565, sir. Alrighty. You begin to create uh, this arc of magnesium styled light glowing orb that begins to be projected over his form. And it's at that point the form shifts and seems to zero in on you. And there is now no more magnetic force that forces your brain away. Excellent. Because I. Uh, well, as, if, as the doctor has said before, when your enemy is before you, then you know exactly where they are and what they are doing. Does it see me? It certainly does. Fantastic. Then, as uh, the doctor is a gentleman, he will salute him in a traditional dual salute with his cane and strike an unguard pose. Okay. And smile. Lillian? Yes? You've gotten a hold of Jack. Jack is back and firing his gun, which means all things are right in the world. <laughs> it's fantastic. I see that Jack's missing whatever he's shooting at. Yeah, you do. Um, funnily enough, when your eyes go over in that direction, there's this, again, this big globe of, of bright light that's here, this daylight sort of sun. You can even feel it beginning to warm the sand under your feet. It's so warm. And by the altar... 
can see a tiny, it almost looks like a photographic um, burn mark in the sky. Just, just 10 or so feet above a portion of the altar. There's this little white, it would be like looking directly up into a light bulb. You'd see this filament sort of white that's there. And as you watch it, it begins to move a little bit. Is it, it's just little though. It's not like... Yeah, it's probably no more than three or four inches at this point in the physical realm. I'm very interested in in, in the little... Okay. I guess I would... Keep your eyeballs on it? Yeah, I, I, I'll i go towards it too. You go toward the light, Caroline. <laughs> very good. Uh, I would like you and you, Miss O'Shea, to make these spot hidden rolls. At a 71 out of 88. Okay. 28 out of 75. That's a hard success. Mm -hmm. You realize that the light is corresponding with where the smoke was. And you don't know what brought on this little white light. But it's moving along in the same space and path. And it's giving you a, a target of sorts. Is there anywhere, anyone in between the servitor and that light? No. It's open ground in front of the altar. Okay. I'm going to have him blow out his uh, poison to see if it illuminates like a form more. He tries. He, he's done he's, it recently. He's so out. It, yeah. He's, okay. He, he did it once already. That's right. Scene, so. Okay. Okay. I don't really have much for stealth, but here's my idea is to have the servitor like between me, like basically covering me so that like... I can like sneak up to the altar to backstab. Mm, you're smart enough to know that the server is going to cause way too much noise for you to sneak. Oh, that's true. I was just trying to think of like a distraction. Why, why don't you have the servitor actually make a distraction? Ooh. And I'll send snakes that direction. Okay. So you're going to send the servitor and the snakes that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'm going to have the servitor stay, but I'm going to send the snakes. And then you're going along a separate path towards there, or are you staying here? Uh, I'm going to go around the other way. Okay, make me a stealth roll. That is a 50 out of 20. Not the greatest stealth roll. <laughs> no. I'm not very sneaky. I can't help it. The Hand of Fate's going to allow that to be a success tonight. Oh, Yay! You sneak around one side of the altar and you send the snakes on the other. Uh, and Jack, as you're as you're covering and trying to figure out where this this target's going to be at, you start seeing a lot of things aligned toward a specific area. You can see the you, you've seen a pincer move before. Mm-hmm. You know what they look like when they're happening. And this one is something is beginning to happen. Lilia, where are you going? There's a light right there. That could be Omar. Doctor, why don't you make me a how roll? In a contest of wills to keep someone's attention. Yes, please. Okay, I have a two under sixty-five and a ten under sixty-five, so both of them are extreme successes. So, uh, and I have now used up all of my luck for the night. <laughs> <laughs> so you beat him by type of success. <laughs> I will just put it that way. You not beat him by number, but type is what's more important at this in this juncture. So he has a hard success with his pow. You have an extreme. And so he removes something from 
a part of his body and you see a shard of darkness in his hand as he makes his way towards you. And it's at that point from behind him, you get the first sort of tenebrous motions of just a river of this colorful weave of energy that's coming behind. Is it very bright and uh, uh, crisp? weave of energy uh, it, it well I don't know about I don't know about Chris but there's definitely force behind it and it is mostly green and gold okay fantastic uh well I can't I mean I'm I'm I can kind of theorize who that's going who, what that is so but for now uh he's going to continue to draw whatever this is his tensions he assumes that it's omar but the doctor doesn't like to make assumptions because he's a doctor right and uh engages him with this shard of darkness uh he drops the cane part off of his cane just to reveal the blade Mm -hmm. and he steps forward since he doesn't need the cane his hip doesn't hurt here and he begins to fight as if he were a man 10 12 years younger Okay, fair enough. So, uh, Sam, at this point, you have created your distraction. Yep. And you are beginning to see, well, you're, you're going to begin to see the fruits of some of the things that are going on behind you. You're still a little bit far from the altar site specifically, um, but you can see something is happening behind you, or back that way, I should say. So I'm going to make one more step of preparation before I move aside. I'm going to uh, take out the... I'm going to take two things out of the bag and pour them onto the ground near the decoy. Okay. Uh, one is I'm going to empty my bag of uh, or my container of talcum powder. Okay. Just kind of like in a, in a pool. And I will also dump out... <laughs> I have two bags. I have a bag of glass marbles and a bag of clay marbles. I'm going to dump them both out there. Okay. And then I'm going to leave that area. And where are you? Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to try to circle the action to keep an eye on things. I will keep my machete at the ready. Machete at the ready. And uh, I will keep my hand. I'll keep my right hand on the machete and keep it kind of tucked behind me. And left hand will probably stay. Gently caressing my little lady as I move to my next location. Certainly. And I just want to get a get a beat on what's going on and try to again create a distance between myself and the action that would allow me to take an action if I decided to. Okay, fair enough. Mr. Shea, you come around the other side. Your snakes are honing in on that location. And they start running into a very corrosive force and you can see the snake heads beginning to tip up or to the side or down as they begin impacting something and you're coming up from behind this person what is what you believe is likely Oma mm-hmm. this shadowy airy form that's here because of the it's visible because of the daylight Uh, Once I get close enough, I'm basically going from bottom to top with the, you know, blade held as I do assassin style. Okay. I'm going to make a spot hidden roll first. It is reasonable to make said spot hidden roll, even though his attention is... Well, and hopefully the snakes start biting. Well, the snakes are having a really hard time getting to him. 
Oh, okay. So there's like a force in front of he him. There's a physical field around him that is preventing okay. non-mystical creatures from touching him. Because he's like that. Spot is pretty good. Okay. You're not going to get advantage on the strike because he's going to see you coming. Okay. Um, but it does not mean that he will not be able to make a strike. He's going to still be able to make a dodge roll, which he will be making. Uh, that's a 25 out of 47. Okay, that's a hit. You get past his dodge. So whatever was going on with him, with this white light, etc., you're not you're not certain. But when he tries to feign out of the way at the last moment, you are able to dig the knife in. So roll damage. It's, it's a D8 plus strength. Mm, okay. Strength, but you know oh, how, that's right, because I don't have a D8. That's all I need. That's right. Here, here's this blue D8 you yeah, plus any any size damage bonus you might have, which I doubt you do. Uh, no, my strength is 40, but yeah. my size is 70. Uh, that is three. It has very little to do with that. Now roll pow. Yeah, because I'm going to try and take everything I can. Certainly. That is a 65 out of 83. So you do not have a success as it currently stands. Okay. You could choose to push that roll. Yeah, I would. I would push. I'm just basically going to dig my heels in. and It's a 34 out of 83. So that's a hard success on POW. Yes. Okay, very good. Roll a d10. It's a 10. So you relieve him of three hit points. And then relieve him of 10 points of magic. Mm -hmm. In doing so, um, because he has an active spell, it drops. And so when you stab into him as hard as you can and push all the way up into his guts, you can hear him call out this horrifying, just sickening sound. And you start hearing... Inside of his guts, you hear the knife begin to bite into his flesh and literally chew at his insides. And the best part for the rest of the people here in the physical realm is that suddenly Omar al-Shakti is completely visible. Those of you who have readied firearms, if you'd like to make your shots, you can. But is Maeve still in the way? You bet she, you bet she is. You'd be firing into a melee. This went poorly. I mean, he's kind of a body shield at this point. Can we yell duck to her? She doesn't have an action to duck. Nope. I'm doing it. All right. You go first. Well, I can't critically fail, so. That's true. Ooh, it's a good thing, too. (laughs) It was a 93. That is. So it's a miss for sure. That is not. That's a 24. Okay. And that is a 64. Okay. So single target damage. With each one. Let's roll both. Jesus. Five and five. Okay. Lillian? All right. Shoot. My Lawrence is uh Can you can you critically fail with that? She probably Oh, well, I probably can. All right. Maybe. I mean, at least you'll shoot my front and not my back then. That's true. <laughs> we can heal you. It's fine. Unless you kill her. Right. That gun will kill me. <laughs> oh. What'd you get there? An 84 out of 65. That's not a critical failure. No, it's not, but 
You could spend luck and make it a success. Still 20 luck. Uh-huh. Oh. But I still but I can just miss and be done, right? Do I still have a chance to hit Maeve? No, no, you don't have it. You're not going to hit Maeve. Okay. You're, I'm going to I'm going to like the, the 84 or whatever the hell. Okay. Like. So doctor your quarry here in the um, lands of the of dreaming suddenly becomes a, a pincushion. You see his blackened form begin arresting with all sorts of erratic movements. You see this final flowing sweep in from a red and green-tinged humanoid figure who shoves it parts of its body inside this blackness and the this this man this creature's this man's darkness spills all over the dreamlands hmm. get him he's probably fairly distracted yeah i would say so excellent i would like to drive this shiny blade made of uh essence and emetheria right through his heart hmm. all righty that's a fighting brawl roll fantastic 59 under 70, sir. He is going to attempt to dodge that. So he will dodge out of the way of your light cane, your light sword. I don't want to call it the, I mean, we'll get sued. <laughs> the S word, right? Don't, don't mess with the house of mouse. Right. That's right. It's essentially, you lean in to, to impale him. Yep. And he parries it out of the way. That's so shake. Mm-hmm. He is going to do very bad things. Yes. Okay. You attempted to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he will spend 10 points of magic. Mm-hmm. And he is going to cast an instantaneous spell. Okay. So he finally gets the rest of the way around and he puts his hand up in a almost pharaonic hand gesture you've seen before. And it feels like you get punched in the chest with a Chevy truck. So I go flying. Oh, yeah. You absolutely do. Whee! You actually go flying about 30, 40 feet. And so... I know how that feels. You do. You, it's, you, you have been hit before like that. Uh, Miss O'Shea, uh, go ahead and take 12 damage. Okay. Uh, so you get punched. And when you get punched, you fly in an arc across the altar, across the sand, tumbling down. It feels like you're covered in a bunch of shattered scales. Is she still moving? When she comes to a rest, does she still move? You think? Okay. It's all very reactive. Uh, so I'm going to give Alexandra an action, and then we'll... Um, we can go off of... Um, initiative with with um, Lane and then you, Jack, because you both have guns out. Right. So, Alexandra? How far am I from Omar? Uh, probably about 25 feet at this point. He looks like he's been fairly, he's been, he appears wounded at this point. He's bleeding all over the place. You can, cool. you can tell that your sister's uh, dagger did a considerable amount of damage. I want to walk around so that he can see me. Okay. Get in his line of sight. Sure. And I'm going to attempt to dominate. Okay, it's contested, pal. 26 under 105. Can I spend 
I can spend luck, right? Sure, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to spend five luck to make that an extreme. Okay, you match him success for success. You call out to his mind in an attempt to cull it or push him in a specific direction. And the force that you find there is equal to your own. And all you hear is raving laughter. So in a, in a tie, does that mean that we roll again? Nope, it sure doesn't. Fantastic. It means that you bumped heads. Basically. Uh, Miss Lane, given that you have a dex of 90 with a rifle out, you're at technically 140. I am. And I am going to take aim and steady myself and shoot at Omar. Okay. I got a 20 out of 65. Hard success. Roll damage. So I'll spend the, the three luck to make it an extreme. Yep, that's an impale. Okay. So impales with firearms do maximum damage plus roll damage. So I get a 12. Okay. So that's 28, 28 points of damage. Uh, you line up the shot, Miss Lane, and you turn and level the, the weapon at him. And he seems to, just for a moment, look off in a separate direction and then bring his line of sight back towards you. And it looks like he's about to say something. And as he is about to say something, you exhale and pull the trigger. And he gets a bullet through the throat. He's not going to be talking anymore. And falls into the sand. Jack? Uh, he falls into the sand. Is he yeah. blocked? Yeah, he's blocked from view. The right, altar so, blocks your view. All right, so uh, I am going to sprint up there. But as I pass Miss Lane, I'm going to grab the shotgun out of off her uh, what, off her back or yeah. wherever she's carrying the shotgun? Yeah. So you pull the shotgun away from mm-hmm. wherever she's carrying it at. And continue to run up to Omar. Okay. So you'll get there the next round. Doctor? Uh, yes. What would you like to do, sir? On my side, what does he look like? He looks like he's... Okay, so you went... Um, you get those, those uh, magnetic... Those pieces of metal that come in, uh, like on a tray that's magnetic... And, he, and they, they kind of clump together and you can make whatever shapes you want out of them. Mm-hmm. So imagine his form now laying on the ground, having shattered outward, but yet not completely broken. Okay. You know, like he's a big ball of shattered darkness. Crumbled dark parts. Yes. Okay. Doc walks over to this form is it still uh, fighting or is it just kind of, is, is it like? It does seem to be, it does seem to be having some fits. Okay. Are there still threads coming off of it? Like threads of power coming to oh, and from absolutely. it? Absolutely. Well, you know what? I think it would be more effective if I cut those. So Doc begins to wildly swing and cut the colored threads that are attaching this shape to the rest of the uh, place that we're at, the place we're in, this place of power. Okay, so make me a power roll, Doctor, and then tell me how many magic points you're willing to invest. Okie dokie. 22, hard success, and you know what? Uh, Doc, unfortunately, only has one left at this moment, but he will invest it. Okay. And go on completely unconscious. Yeah, so you'll like, in, you'll invest the magic point. Uh, so yes, you um you reach down and you find the thickest thread you can find, 
And while it is wholly alien to most people in this realm, you do the only doctoral thing that you know, and that is excise the largest part of this tumor. And when you do, and you rip that thread free, you see this metallic, oh, no, you see this shadowy sort of shattered form fire itself into the sky. Immediately, there's this huge pulse of energy that goes into the sky and then arcs back towards the north. And you pass out in, in the dreamlands. In, okay, fantastic. I, I double pass out. Yeah, you'll actually wake up in, in the physical realm. Okay. Try As I pass out, I try to make note of the direction it went, and then wake up into passing out? Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, so, Sam, this this thing goes down. They uh, they seem to murder Omar. Okay. In this collective effort. I'm not going to be revealing my position. I am just going to continue lurking. Okay. Because that was not necessarily my fight. Okay. So I'm going to wait and watch and listen. Jack, you get across the altar. And uh, Omar? His body's there. I put two rounds in his head. There are two successive booms that go off. And whatever physical portions of him that were left above the, the chest are pushed into the dirt and dust and sand that's here. I got up and started running as soon as I could. Yeah, you're a little wobbly. Uh, even even though you've <laughs> a weaving run, yes, you're kind of weaving back and forth a little bit because you're still trying to get your bearings. Uh, we're out of rounds. Um, the sunlight has not dimmed. It's still here. It's still bright, bright as daylight. And uh, the after echoes of the shotgun rounds kind of sit in the air for a little bit. And silence arrives. I run over to the doctor. Okay. You run over to him. The doctor's already been first aided. Yes. Oh, yes. I we, yes. I first aided him last, last game. game. So yep. he's, I can't first aid he him is again. Where he is. Um, I, I shake him, doctor. He's asleep. I lean against the altar with a shaky hand. I pull my flask out, mm-hmm. take a shot, and then light a cigarette. And just yeah, that first couple, those first couple drags are hard, and uh, they're a little breathy. They kind of roll around your face a little while as you. Uh, just try to come to grips with what's just happened. I mean, you get to the body, Ms. O'Shea, mm. what's left of it, the pieces that are left of it, the gutted body of Omar al-Shakti, it's his neck and head completely removed from... But does he still have his scepters? Yeah. I want those. And I'm going <laughs> to kick him. Okay. Like, because I'm mad. <laughs> like, she. I mean, she's... Yeah, she's... I mean, you got to remember, like, she still acts like a child. She's angry, and that's her temper tantrum, but she's going to kick a dead body. Okay. Well, well done, Miss O'Shea. What, kicking him? No. Uh, take, um, bringing him back. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, what I hoped to do. Something. Are you okay? Uh, yeah. You know, like, getting donkey kicked in the chest. Oh, I'm, I'm quite aware of what that feels like. I want to learn that. I'm going to look around at the other dead bodies and uh, look at Alexandra. So you killed them? It was necessary. Mm, 
I don't know that any sacrifices are necessarily necessary. Then how would you propose that ridding the world of a spirit as strong as Nyctocris would require? How much power? Not enough. You need to exhaust life force for something like that. I would use my own. I'm not going to, just so we're clear, I'm, there was a line and you crossed it. I am not willing to sacrifice any of my friends, people, creatures that are loyal to me as I like touch my servitor. Like I'm there. No sacrifices are absolutely 100% not okay. Then may I remind you that when we started, before I taught you anything, was that you don't have to spill blood. Yeah, I also don't, like, being complacent is also not okay. You do you, and I guess if you're okay with that, I'm just telling you, I am never ever, especially in, like, I point to, um, to Tariq, like, he was loyal to you. Yes, which is why he knew exactly what needed to be done. I did not ask it. He offered himself. That is a type of true devotion that one can only hope to have. You don't ask for that. It is earned and respected. I know you disagree with my tactics, but the amount of force that would require to get rid of a spirit such as that would be far more than either you or I or even combined would have. And even if we sacrificed ourselves to get rid of it, it wouldn't be enough. And so it still would have fallen into enemy hands. And if the father wasn't willing to give us other tools than that, I don't know. Our father can only give so much. He can only channel so much power and now he'll have the ability to I would have done something different even if it was destroying her body I would not have sacrificed them that's me and I'm just telling you there's a line and I'm not going to be okay with with you doing that that is not what I signed up for I'm doing this to protect people, not kill them. And I have protected people. The entire country of Egypt is protected now. I'm not saying that I'm going to sacrifice unnecessarily. But it was better for me to sacrifice things that I have raised that are not all necessarily truly people that think for themselves only Tariq was among that and I will not disrespect your choice to not do that but you have to understand that the father will command things of the people that are chosen sometimes and there were few options that were presented to me without endangering 
the potential for Egypt or the potential for your companions. Please keep that in mind. We would have figured it out. But I just also want you to know, and I want him to know, that if he asks me to do something like that, we will have an argument. Then that will be between you and the father. And for now, I will be needing to go to Cairo. There are things I must do. So, um, Alexander, you're going to walk off into the darkness? Yeah. Didn't we, like, just kill somebody in England for sacrificing a whole bunch of people? And being, So we're going to just let her walk away? I'm spent. I have nothing. I don't, I don't know if we can stop her. I said my part. You walk off from the light into the darkness. And as soon as she ellipses that sunlight into darkness, she goes to ground like a snake. Well, I personally didn't come here to annihilate one hierarchy just to install another one, create a new underclass, and ultimately aid in their eventual subjugation. So uh, I will be following her and putting an end to this. So um, she heads out, and then you'll follow fastly after her. And it's on that bombshell that we'll call the episode to a close. So thank you so much for joining us for our Egypt finale. We have a CODA series next where we'll deal with the last trappings of the Cairo landscape. Thank you and good night.